Blog Talk Radio. And hello, hello everyone out there in the big wide world. This is Helena Steinerhorn speaking to you. Yet again, isn't that wonderful? And then I used to call this program in many ways I still do. And that is our wondrous world. This world so full of wonders. And you also so full of love. So much more than you think. Well, that was actually the the baseline of my program. And as we moved into one year after the year, I was kind of so disappointed how this world was run and how it is run. And it's actually getting worse and worse and worse. So I stopped calling my program Our Wondrous World, This World So Full of Wonders. And I thought, what the heck is the matter with people out there? Why are we going in this peculiar direction? And why do we keep on voting for a leadership that is so corrupt? I'm not talking about one party or the other. I'm talking about all parties. Yes, I'm talking about everyone out there in leadership. And yes, of course, so-and-so may not be there, but they're following the others who are not honest. And that is what bothers me. Why does no one dare stand up and be talking for the truth and for the right? And that is the biggest mistake we're doing right now. We're voting for the wrongness in the world. We are voting. We are actually putting these people in place. There are lots of good people out there. And you good people, you should stand up and want to run for positions. And you should actually out there have the guts to dare voting for them. And I feel this so strongly. That is actually a wondrous world here. We have the possibilities to do things. We're not slaves. Oh, well, 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 yes, you are slave under the money. Not necessarily you, but well, maybe that is how you place your vote. And this is how people are who are in position are handling their leadership. They're looking for the, for the power, for the, they have the greed in them. What brings in the most power? What brings in the most money? And again, that is the biggest mistake that we are shooting for. On this planet Earth, can I do anything about it? Well, I'm doing something about it all the time. I'm speaking up. Is that well received? Oh, no, I tell you. It's not. They just turn away from me. I cannot even, in certain circles, I cannot even say, oh, it's getting hotter. Don't you notice there's a... You know, it's getting hotter out there. You know, they are just kind of not aware or they don't want to be aware. And I said, don't you notice this is not the truth that they're saying? You know, your leadership. Oh, well, 
But it has so many other good things. Oh, God, stand up for something. That is your mistake. That is our mistake. We dare not stand up for what is right and what is wrong. Now, I didn't mean to say all these things, but I always, before each program, I kind of ask for guidance. I kind of say, just bring me into the right direction where I should be. And evidently, this is what I have to say. And all those people now who are celebrating someone in their family, it's Memorial Day weekend in the United States, Rebecca. That's where we all meet. We travel places, we eat together, and then we go back to home and we send our good memories and love to those who have been out in the world for peace. Well, who decided they were supposed to go out in this world? The leadership. Always the leadership. They are creating the wars. We, the people, don't create wars. We have little tips with each other here and there, but we don't start killing each other for that and inventing new horrible weapons and just get rid of large areas of population because we want certain things to happen our way. Oh, God. So maybe I should get started on this. So anyway... This is to be a beautiful day. This is on the northern side of this planet. It is the beginning of summer. And, you know, before I started show, I look at where I have my listeners. And you are all over the world. Thank you, everyone. Of course, thank you, Sweden, for being so faithful. You have right. This last week, you had more listeners than the United States. Isn't that fantastic? That has never happened before, but wow. <laughs> Thank you so much. Keep it up. That is so wonderful. So I have, of course, Europe, North America, South America, Africa. Back to Europe again. The only one country I don't have in Europe is Belgium. Belgium. Why? Everyone else is listening. And then Asia, all Asia, you know, all over. And Australia, this is fantastic, you know, that I have Australia again and New Zealand. You're so far away. But my books are selling in Australia. Please go and get them. Please, please. They're wonderful books. I say that, of course, because I wrote them. And I know what I wrote about. But they have won awards. They have been bestsellers now on and off as an ebook. I prefer you buy the books, but ebook is, of course, nice too. And uh, that uh, they have been up on the bestseller list repeatedly, which is wonderful. So keep that up. So, what is the main thing that I feel? is so important and a mistake you should not make. The mistake we seem to make as human beings is not to trust our hearts, to trust that gut feeling. How many times have you maybe said, 
oh, but I knew, you know, I knew I should have done that instead. I knew if I had done that, it would have been different. I knew if I had it. And what is that little knowing in you? That is your I am talking to you. And that we're not listening to that is our biggest mistake. I think this is something you should tell everyone. Because, and how this is what you should teach your children before they turn into teenagers. Teenagers, of course, you cannot teach much. Wait till they to that later 20s. But <laughs> I have teenagers coming to me, boys. Teenage boys want to come to me and listen to me and pay for my services, you know, talking to me online. Isn't that one for girls, of course? Well, girls at that time, they are different. They come back to me when they are in their 30s, and then big time, and they take over the market. So we are all different. But one thing also that you should always remember, that is to be who you are. Be true to you. Don't try to imitate anyone else, then you're just number two or three or four of that someone else that you're imitating. Why not be a number one of yourself? You can never, never be a number one of someone else. You will always be a number two or three or four or someone like that person. So if you're a good singer, don't try to imitate so-and-so. No, develop your own style. I talk with so many entertainers, and this is what we have to start all over with. I coach entertainers, and we always have to say, what is you? What do you have? Oh, I sing like so-and-so. Yes, then you are. That's what you are. But that's not who you really, really are. What is your talent? So be the number one of you. I think this is a wonderful bit of advice that you should all start to follow. Be the number one of you. And do you know any changes in the world has always started with one. I cannot say I changed the world with a light. <laughs> Uh, and, you know, psychology once kind of said, but oh, you didn't start this with the light. No, of course not. Jesus talked about the light. Everyone in that field before me, you know, healers, true healers, talked about the light. But in modern times, no one else I knew or anyone else knew, and we are going back a long, long time, I talked about the light. And I get so much rap about that from guys, older guys, younger guys, or journalists. Oh, yes, to talk about the light, like you should turn on light to the ceiling. Yes, that helps too, to bring up a better mood. But I'm talking about that God light, that universe within you, that sparkle of light that knows everything and knows all. That is your gut feeling. That is your knowledge that is the flame that turns you into you. Never make that mistake of kind of ignoring that because 
it is your number one. Isn't that wonderful that you have access to that? That is the universe within you. And the universe to me is the God power. And that is what it means to be created in the image of God. My God, how easy. It's been written all along. I will never got it. So um, one thing that has been my mistake has been I've been like a child trusting. Well, I've been trusting spirit and that, that has worked very well. And I've been trusting people, which has been something that was not a good idea many times. So I would bring that forward to you. Don't trust people much. And these were before I started to trust spirit first. So I was very kind of listening to other people and what they said and advice they gave me. And, you know, investments I should do, you know, all kinds of stupid things that I feel now. So, and one thing I have noticed also, which is important, and that is a mistake I see many people do, particular women, I think, and that is to burn bridges with someone, you know, you have been in partnership with or in a relationship with that now because of hurt feelings let's say you were very much in love with someone or you were married to someone or you lived together with someone and you got along beautifully and then there was something that happened and you had a fallout or a breakup and you felt that you had been cheated on or something you just felt that someone had done you wrong. And the feelings between love and hatred, they are just about the same. You know, they're very intense. They're very close. And you sometimes love so much that it's very, very easy to turn that right over to hate. So don't fall into that trap again that you start to burn old bridges, so to speak, that you totally distance yourself from those you have been in a relationship with. I know that um, when I was going to school, my girlfriends always said, you know, after you have broken up with a guy, you seem to keep him. (laughs) And they said it like a matter of fact. They had noticed that they were still, you know, we might still even go out for a drink or a coffee or something like this. And we were friends. They couldn't understand that. And I said, that, no, we don't love each other anymore. We just kind of decided we still like each other. So now I just kind of let him go and he, he can come back and we can come and go, both of us. And we now we know about each other and we trust each other and we turn into good friends. And I have many of those cases in my life. And I think this is what you should have too. And I'm very surprised when someone says that, oh, but you used to date. How can you see him now? I said, why not? 
<laughs> Why? I can separate my feelings from before. I just move forward. And that is another thing is, don't stay in the past. I hope you're writing down those, you know, these are points, actually. I haven't numbered them because I have them in my head. But these are great, great ideas for you to live by. These are fantastic ideas. You'll be so much happier if you do that. It takes, of course, some guts and imagination, and you have to do some kind of clearance of the old. And those old feelings can may pop up, but, oh, no, throw it out again. You have made your decision. You're not together anymore. And I always like it when people have divorces and they still see each other, as they say, because of the children. I think it's great when you can do that instead of all those other games. And uh, I have never done this. I know my last husband liked to play those games, and I had real trouble. Why did he feel that way? Well, of course, he didn't like it that I was the one walking out. I think that was the problem. And it was a matter of pride, and he couldn't kind of face that thing. So um, one thing I see a lot of too is some people play it they play the victim oh I did that la, la, la. oh she did that to me oh I had such a difficult childhood oh I have not been given the support oh this and that it goes on and they start to blame other people what is this don't start blaming anyone for anything because you always, always have a chance to build yourself up again. Did you get that? There is always, always for you to build up yourself. I have those who say to me, and of course they hardly know me, and say, oh, you've had such an easy life. It's easy for you to say. I had someone last night who told me, oh, damn, you know, excuse I'm saying I'm just quoting. <laughs> Your life hasn't been that damn easy. And you have coped all those many times. That was a person who had known my life. I have been pushed down and pulled back and landed uh, deep down in a hole time after time. And it was not that I caused it myself. No, I was pushed there or life happened. And it does. So don't walk around and say, poor me, poor me. I know a woman who at age 60, still walks around and blames a boyfriend she was dating when she was 24 for dropping her and that now he, she could never have fallen in love again because he did that to her. It's in the way that she had expected him to be with 
her for the rest of his life. Well, it didn't feel that way for him. So that is when you play the victim. I think you're selfish in many ways. You're self-focused. You just think about, oh, me, me, me. Of course, no, you don't like when I say that. I notice when I have my newsletters. By the way, sign up for my newsletters. They are for free. And I don't sell my lists. I don't do anything with those lists. They go into a vault and then a distributor sends off my newsletters. So I have, uh, now I forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> of course, I came into this newsletter. But the thing is, don't start to play that victim part. Don't be that person who's always down and who starts to blame everyone else. No, it's up to me what is going to be. There are so many opportunities out there for you. But then maybe you were weak and you didn't want to look anymore. So maybe like this woman, it suited her just to blame him and now play the victim for the rest of her life because she couldn't be bothered to open up for anyone else again. I do not quite understand this attitude, but, you know, that is what it is. So what can we say? Oh, yes, learn to say no. Sometimes it's not that very easy. But that's a mistake many times we make, that we say yes too easily. I had an uncle who was absolutely capable of saying no when people asked for something and was usually for money. And they just gave and gave and gave. That way he got less and less for himself. And then he blamed his father who had been the same way and that the father hadn't left him more money. <laughs> and uh, my uncle never worked a day in his life. He was living off that money, and now he didn't know how to handle it. Instead of saying yes to opportunities that he could take advantage of, he just allowed others to walk over him and and he couldn't say no. Are you one of those people who cannot say no? You allow people to ask you for work, for help, for everything, and to do things for them, and you cannot say no? I see many out there who do exactly that, particularly women. And I see that particularly with women who have other family members, usually brothers, just ask, oh, do this for us, do this, take care of mom and dad, and we cannot do it, we're so busy. And of course, she's busy too. She cannot say no. She's just so kind-hearted. But it's not always kind-hearted. It's just that you dare not say no. So bring yourself to that courage to begin to say no to to things. Another thing is, make sure who your God is. And 
That is one of the big rules I talk about on the whole. Who is your God? And I'm not talking about you who say, oh, yeah, God is God, you know, up in heaven. That's not the God I'm talking about. The God I'm talking about is the God that lives within you, who listens to you, to listens to your wishes, to your praises, to your thank yous. But then also there are those out there who make their sickness their God, who make their doctors their God. And that's all you put first. Once you put your sickness first, that is what you get more of. Or the lack, you put the lack of money, the lack of confidence, you put that first. I put, oh, I cannot do that. I cannot do that. Oh, I have no money, I have no money. You get more of that lack because you keep putting it first, making it your God. And that's why you have to put what is your God first. If you put the love and light as your God, put that first. Even when you're sick, yes, the sickness is just temporary. But love and light in me, that is what's going to shine over everything and first in my life. Yes, that is how you're going to live your life. That is the importance of your life, that you don't make that mistake, that you put the wrong things first. You put the lack first. When you wish for for riches, how do you expect riches to come to you when you put lack in your mind, in your heart, and as the surrounding around you. Do you know when I uh, divorced, and that was a messy divorce that lasted for three years, and everyone talked about it. And the first thing was my husband, and husband did, he used to give me a new Cadillac every year. Well, thank you so much, it was so nice, but in the name of the company, of course was never my ownership. So when I wanted a divorce, he took his cars back. Of course, why should I drive a car? <laughs> so anyway, what did I do? Playing the victim or pull me, pull me, a new car? No. And I went to my attorney, what should I do? And said, well, you have to go and get a new car. And I said, okay, I'm going to go get myself a Cadillac. No, he said, don't get the Cadillac. I said, well, that's, you know, you couldn't have gotten one from him. We should get one from him. I said, I don't like that anyway. They're too big. And I kind of mentioned the German, very nice car. And so, oh, no, absolutely not. Get yourself a Ford or Toyota, good cars. Okay, I said, I'll do that. And I went along and I was going to look for that car. So I went to Ford and I went to Toyota. You know, here I was in the process divorcing. No one would give me credit. And my fans, you know, my finances were kind of blocked because my husband had seen to that too. I was really in the jam. I had a difficult time that way. 
I couldn't even get to my own money. It blocked everything. You could do that in those days. The husband could do anything he wanted in Florida at that time. So then I just kind of went to a luxury German car. Walked in there, just looked at cars, looked around, and a salesman came up and said, you like this car? I said, that's nice. And said, you want to try? Yeah, yeah, I would love to, say, I said. And he said, okay, let's go for a ride. And we went around, and he said, you liked the car, didn't you? Yeah, I said, okay, here's the key. Keep it till tomorrow. Bring it back tomorrow and see how you like it. There was no question about money or anything at that time. And, of course, he knew who I was in town. I was kind of (laughs) well-known. So I got the key. I loved the car. It was beautiful. It parked well. It was good. I liked the size. It was all good. And I came back the next day, and I wanted the car. I said, okay. And he said, okay, you're going through the war. It's going to be a little difficult. But we fixed that for you. And somehow we pulled it together, and I walked out 20 minutes later with a contract and the key in my hand. All good. And that is, you know, how things are. I was meant to have a nice car, <laughs> not to go some old used wreck, because somehow spirit had that in store for me because I had that attitude from the start. No. I didn't go, when I was turned down for the regular new Fords and Toyotas, etc., I didn't go to an old used car lot to buy myself an old wreck. No. I went to the nicest car dealer in town. <laughs> because why not? And they say in German, then schon, then schon. And I say that uh, because I was married to a German husband and he used that. Well, when you do it then, go for it all the way. And that's what I did. And that's what you should do with you too. Act like you already have something. Act like you are special. Act like you are important. Does it make you like superior? No, just in front of you. In front of your God, you know, you are okay. So, yes, I think we have kind of handled a little bit more. Uh, what else would be good to know? That uh, learn to forgive. I think it's a mistake not to forgive. It's also a mistake not to apologize. Of course, when you apologize, you have to feel something about that. And I know to my to the children now, I always have said, uh, oh, yeah, you have to apologize. And they said, they asked, I apologize. And I said, what do you apologize for? Oh, they don't know. <laughs> because all I said, oh, you have to apologize. And we have to understand why we are apologizing and how we feel about it and why we are made to apologize. So it is an art because you might realize what was wrong in all that when you see that it was 
a good thing to apologize that you actually felt that way. And what you did the first time may have been kind of a little hasty. Maybe you shouldn't have done it that quickly. Well, that happens to me an awful lot because I'm Sagittarius. And we blur out and burst out and say everything first. And then we think afterwards. Just like in this show too. I dare never play back. If I play it back, sometimes I immediately delete that show I listen to because I think, you know, that, oh, my God, I cannot have that in the archives. <laughs> so anyway, I am now with you for a little meditation. And for those of you who have listened to me before, which I think most of you have, I always finish with this little meditation. And I think you like that. I like to do that too. It makes a very good, smooth ending to the whole podcast. I used to play music and it worked. But now, somehow the way Blog Talk Radio does it, it kind of comes in waves and it's interrupted. So... It's very disturbing the way the music is in the background. You cannot play it somehow. It doesn't get through properly the way I play it. It sounds like my music is wrong in the background. No, those are just the radio waves somehow that is receiving it that way. You take a deep breath now. And close your eyes. And know that within you, there is a place that knows all and sees all. And you are now getting closer and closer and closer to that place of love and light within you. I am. I am. I am. And once you feel that energy of I am, you begin to experience a feeling of comfort and warmth within you. And this is the love energy that is beginning to spread all through your body and all over your body. You take another deep breath and you imagine yourself far, far away and it's twilight and you find yourself among rocks, beautiful, whitish, grayish rocks. And you walk among those rocks and you begin to climb higher and higher and higher, even higher. And you have now reached the top of a big, big rock and it's now turned into nighttime and you can see this big, big 
sky around you, surrounding you on all sides around you. And you take a deep breath. Your body is relaxing. Relaxing and relaxing. More and more and more. I am. I am the light. You feel that in you. I am the light. And my path in front of me is all lit up because I'm now lit up. I'm full of positive feelings. I'm full of power. I'm full of strength. And I inhale. The power of that light, this unconditional power of unconditional love is now completely enclosing me into it. And I'm still on my path loving light that path is moving forward and forward and forward I take a deep breath as I'm relaxing even more and now you begin to walk you're walking steadily your legs carry you like never before. Your whole body has been filled with strength of love and light. I am a loving light. Your feet as you're moving forward. And now you look up in the sky again and you see in the sky One star. This star is bigger than all the other stars. This is the one star that you really truly see. You see that star in your heart. You feel that star within you. You experience that star. in your emotions and your emotions are now clearing up cleansing themselves into pure feelings of good health of love and light you feel it you experience it within you Experience it more and more and more. I am a shiny light. You feel that now and you know that, that now. I listen to my own inner feelings. I am making myself strong and healthy. 
and grateful for the possibilities coming my way. I take a deep breath, strong, strong, deep breath. I am. Yes, I am the light. I have now found my way. This is my truth. The way I'm now walking forward and forward towards the light. Towards the truth. And you take a deep breath. You feel more and more relieved somehow. You look up and see the sky as if you see the sky for the first time. It is now a clear daytime blue sky. And you look on your ground. You find yourself in a beautiful garden. A garden filled with big, big, colorful flowers and beautiful trees with flowers. You feel so grateful for all these possibilities. And you take a deep breath, a strong, strong, deep breath. I am a shining light. I shall be good to myself as I'm good to my fellow human being. I am good to my world. I'm good to those I love. I love the light within me as I love the light within those close to me. The love and light within this world of possibilities. And you take a deep breath again. You feel at ease. You feel very, very strongly at ease now. And so grateful for all these possibilities that you have ahead of you because there is side within you. They're already there planted within you. And now, when I count to seven, you're to open your eyes again. Number one. Number two. Number three. Number four. How you love the light and that possibility within you that you now have awakened to do exactly that that you wanted to do. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Enjoy your day. This is Helena Steiner Hornstein. Go to my website, bodysoulconnection.com or findingyourinnerlight.com. Again, bodysoulconnection.com or findingyourinnerlight.com. And this is Helena. Bye. Take care of yourself. Have a wonderful day today.
With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.